This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Spreading like this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new episode of the online listening experience, Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. I am one of your hosts, Brandon. You can follow me on Twitter at BTTG161. This is episode 193. Dave is also here. You can follow him on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore MO. Dave, how are you doing today? Woo! I am doing excellent. I am very excited for this uh, podcast, ah, <laughs> online listening experience. That's one. <laughs> and, uh, speaking about it, yeah, good times. Uh-oh, I got to turn off my uh, sound effects. Yeah, and Brandon, how are you doing? Yeah, Brandon, how are you doing? I am forcibly awesome as always. It doesn't matter how you're doing. Of course, I should have expected that, knowing how big of a, yeah, I almost said a word there, but whatever. Rock Mark. Yeah, whatever. Let's uh let's start this episode off with uh some fan yeah. questions and comments. Mm-hmm. We have one from Jason. Hey guys, another roller coaster of a week in WWE. What are your thoughts on the release of Justin Roberts and him being replaced by Eden? I don't even know who that is. Let's answer that first. Firstly, it's Cody Rhodes' wife. Beautiful, very, very beautiful wife. It has nothing to do with her being a ring announcer, though. No. Secondly, I don't like it. I, I never, I never liked her as a ring announcer. I don't think you have to start somewhere. I mean, is it just because she's a female that you don't like? No. What are you, what are you right, talking about? Garcia. I like. Yeah. I, I, there's. I don't know. It's very, very rare. Can I, will I like a female ring announcer? I absolutely could not stand Chris. All right, Henry. so it is. It may be because she's female. No, it's definitely not because she's female. I think JoJo does a, a decent job on NXT right now. Mm. I don't know. I'm I'm okay with Eden as ring announcing. I think that they do have to, uh, as they have been doing, train more people to uh, ring announce. And I'm o- I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm sure there's some sort of inside stuff where they couldn't agree to terms, or I don't even know if it's that. I think I don't know. He I mean, had, a, had a very he, he had a very nice like thank you. Uh, I don't want to say note, but like thank you for my yeah. time in WWE type of thing. I mean, they have those rumors out there on the internet about how him and Michael Cole got into an argument and he flipped him off. Um, but then we also see like people like JBL tweeting out there or doing his little blog saying how that's incorrect, don't believe it, how yeah, they well, it's have still, time to do any of that. It, it's still 100% could be correct. I mean there was also those like internet sayings that Michael Cole and I believe maybe Lawler too did not like Matt Stryker and now where is he? I, I've never heard that. I don't know. Yeah, so I mean you never know. But – uh then he goes on to say, this may be more for Brandon. What are your thoughts on the WWE 2K15 DLC? Is this a game uh, is this game a first day purchase or are you still not convinced? 
Thanks, at Linux on Twitter. Well, I'm still up in the air about the, mm-hmm. the game itself. After, what's your, uh, what are you looking forward to out of the DLC that they just announced? What are you looking forward to the most? Honestly, I don't, it's such like, I'm like, it's the most confusing DLC that I've ever seen, or not that I've ever seen, because there have been, I don't know, it's like, it's just one of those things that I, it's like, how did... How did Lord Steven Regal and Fit Finley make the cut as DLC? It's. I feel like that's just because they're with the company currently, so they're like, "Yeah, we'll toss you. We'll toss you in." But plus, they are fan favorites. But it's just like one of those things, like Bam Bam and Diamond Dallas Page and Lex Luger. I get, but it, why have a WCW pack if there's not going to be WCW people in the game? Yes, things included this year. Yes, there's going to be Ric Flair. I just, I don't know what to expect. And then the NXT arrival is going to have the JBL, Adam Rose, uh, the Ascension, and Emma. Mm-hmm. But from what I understand, the WCW pack and the NXT pack will not be included in the season pass. Which, if you buy the season pass exclusive, you get Paige. And you also get, uh, not Season Pass exclusive, you'll get Paige as she's the exclusive, but you'll also get three more uh, showcase stories. The showcase stories adding on to HBK versus Triple H and CM Punk versus John Cena, that being uh, Christian's whole story with Randy well, Orton. Yeah, with Randy Orton. And then you'll have the Mark Henry Hall of Pain. And then you'll have Ultimate Warrior, which... I have to believe everybody involved in this game, in this in this season showcase stories are already on the game. Like I I don't see them being new characters. I just I I don't. Yeah. I two K has kept us so in the dark that I'm so on the fence about purchasing this. Purchasing this. I, I, I never like when the when companies keep you on the on they you keep can't, you stuff. absolutely can't do that with a video game like this. I mean, I, I think you, you can do it with two K NBA or something because you know the teams. You know, Kobe Bryant's not going to be left out. A lesser known person's not going to be left out because he's on the on the team. I, I just don't think it's a big deal because people, wrestling fans, no matter what, you're going to have a lot of fans buy the game regardless of if they still have things to be announced. I mean, you still have people that have last year's that are like, oh, I still have to buy this year's to get these characters because this is currently going on with the WWE product today. No, you're right, and that, that's exactly me, but I'm so on the fence with this. Like, I have to pre-order to buy to get Sting, otherwise I'll wait a few months and pay probably like five bucks for both of them or whatever, but I don't want to do that. And so those don't, those don't go with uh, the season pass? What? Like um, Sting, Page, stuff like that. No, the season pass is you get Page. Okay. Then um, Sting, both Stings are pre-ordered bonuses. If you buy it online... Like you buy the 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 game through the PlayStation Store or the mm-hmm. Xbox Store, I believe there's another edition which comes with the Hulk Hogan's 
that come with the Hulkamania Collector's Edition. Uh-huh. So it's like there's so much money going everywhere. For the yeah. fact that the season pass alone is twenty four ninety nine, and all you get is what I assume is all you get is the the showcase modes. So it really isn't worth getting the season pass. It's very much so worth it if you're going to get the showcases. Because yeah, but then you get. Page. Is that really that important? And well, you get page. Otherwise, you won't get page. And there's, okay. uh, from what I understand, I don't know if it's true or not. There's a discounted price on the the other two uh, DLC packs. I don't know. Sid Justice is in as a manager. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's like true. that doesn't make sense to me. That's why I have to th- believe that he's there yeah. already on the disc, but. Mm-hmm. Hey man, General Adnan and uh, Colonel Mustafa made the game. Yeah. This is weird. So did Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, it should all be all, interesting. It should. It should all be interesting. I mean, mm-hmm. and it's kind of funny after the dispute with Honky Tonk Man over his name. Yeah. So, uh, next comment is from Steve at disgrunt, uh, disgruntled dork. Hey guys, broke 100 followers last week. Thanks to your shameless plugs, so thank you as always. I'm a huge fan of Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling, and I was wondering if you guys watched them as well. If so, what wrestlers on their rosters do you th- do you feel would be a good fit in WWE? Personally, my top choices would be the Young Bucks from Ring of Honor and New Japan Pro Wrestling. But they would need to chill out with their super kicks a bit. Yep. Shinsuke Nakamura from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, Shinsuke. And Adam Cole from Ring of Honor. Also, any other promotions for uh, any other promotions with wrestlers that you believe deserve a shot in the WWE? Um, I always love this question because I feel like my answers to it always change. Or it always, like, I'll... Take one wrestler out, and I'll throw a few new ones in there. Yeah, like in the '90s, you're like, "How did Team 3D not have a contract with WWE?" Yeah, I don't even know if I really knew them that much. No, because you were um, like, "Kane, Undertaker, make me famous." <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, do you know anybody off the top of your head, or no? I know three that or four. Three or four come to mind, being Lance Onawahi. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tony Nese, Alex Reynolds, Papadon. Which, um, new, uh, NYWC Wrestling, and then Lance Anawaii from XWX C4. Um, I would also, I'm going to add to the list, I have a few wrestlers listed down. Uh, Rich Swan, ACH, Ricochet. Ricochet's been having probably the best year of his career. Um, maybe a, uh, Wrestler of the Year candidate. Uh, Ricochet. Also, Tony Nese, Rex Lawless. I'm going to add for Ring of Honor. Oh, Apollyon, too. Yeah, Apollyon. For Ring of Honor, I'm going to add Todd Hansen. I've um, never heard that name ever. Exactly. That's I, I like to find the wrestlers that are up and coming that may not be known too well. But this wrestler, Todd Hansen, has got the look. Got that, like, he looks like he could fit in as a Wyatt family member. Um, and I think that we're going to see a lot from him. The thing that caught my eye with Todd Hansen is that he, he's the one that I told you about that does the Bam Bam Bigelow cartwheel. Oh. And he's a big guy. Yeah. So check out Todd Hansen. Also, uh, Candice LeRae, I wanted to toss a female uh, name out there. Brian Cage with PWG. I'm a fan of his work. And also from WXWC4, uh, Bo Nakoda. 
Yeah. Um, both, both Brandon and I were very impressed with his work uh, and would like to see a lot more of it. And I really, yeah. There's a I ton. Like, like, I could rattle off so many names. Like, I could say Damian Gibbs. I could say Anthony Bowens from PWS as well. There's so yeah. many more. Like, Man, there's a lot of wrestlers out there that could easily fit the bill. Yeah. You could go into Beyond Wrestling. You could go down south to FIP. Uh, there's so many different promotions out there. I wish that we knew more promotions overseas um, from like the UK uh, or something like that. If anybody listening to the podcast, uh, to the online listening show, That's online true. listening experience, <laughs> um, if you are from overseas or just not from the US. Oh, son of a bitch. I was going to say something right there. Uh, you're, you're like, if you are from overseas, I was going to say, or you got double D's. that's funny um yeah let us know if there's a wrestler that you know of that we may not know of because it's tough to find out like search uh wrestling on youtube without being specific if you know a specific wrestler that caught your eye at an independent show in the uk or something in that terms tweet to us email us write on our facebook comment on the website i'd be i'd love to check them out dear market out do you know Seamus? No. There's no, no, I was waiting for like sincerely. Or what? Or, what do you mean? Oh, sincerely. Yeah, like yours truly. Sincerely, yours truly, Dave. Hi, the highest regards. Dave for Mark It Out. <laughs> um, so yeah, to answer I, your question, Dave, no, I don't know Seamus. Keep your eyes open for Todd Hansen, though. Yeah, I guess. So, good stuff. You'll have to send me some footage. Yeah, for sure. Um, Up next, we have a long comment. Actually, more of a bam roasted to you, I guess. Not really. It's just conversation. From Rick David. And uh, he says, please don't read this first. It'll be a real drag for the first segment, which we skipped over and coming back to it. But it says, dear Wolfpack players, WWE hasn't given me a lot to talk about recently, so I'd like to respectfully challenge you again on the internet thing, internet fans thing, as I think there's a lot of self-loathing in the internet wrestling community. What Dave said was literally every internet fan who believes the IWC, believes in the IWC has said when challenged, <clears throat> internet fan slash IWC doesn't mean fan on the internet slash member of online wrestling community. It means a person who is a walking stereotype. The problem is that nobody sees those, these stereotypical elements in themselves, only in other people. I'm just going to add right in there. So in the fact that you're writing to me right now, or that we use Twitter to uh, live tweet Raw, or anything in regards to wrestling, whether it be one a uh, few times a week or two times a week, uh, regardless of how in-depth of a fan you are, does that make you an internet fan? I mean, you're technically then you're using an in, you're using internet to converse about wrestling or to uh, stay on top of wrestling. Does that make you an internet fan? You may proceed. That's like I don't know. Consider this: I go on Twitter. I listen to online listening experiences. Just one, because we're the only one in the world. I frequent message boards. Everything. I have not met one single person who thinks they are a cynical, hipsterish, stereotypical, douchey internet wrestling fan. 
They do, however, think that these IWC douches are all around them. How can this be possible? <clears throat> it's not possible. The reality is we see hundreds of different individuals saying different things and we attribute it to all the same person. The internet, <clears throat> the IWC. If you got to know any of these individual fans, you'd find they have some typical views, but many non-typical views. Some people will have read tweets of mine and decided he's a typical IWC guy because they haven't seen everything else I've said. They've just read one 144 character complaint. I think our brain is very bad at accurately perceiving other people. It knows it is unique and special, yet it perceives other people as groups. How often do you hear the IWC was complaining, or the Christians and Muslims were complaining, rather than 20 people complained while, other, while the other 1,000 said nothing? Nobody complains about everything all the time. We just see different individuals complaining and say, the internet wrestling fans or the internet fans hate everything. Because we don't know who Brandon or Dave are, we just see them as internet fans, or we just see internet fans, sorry. I'm just going to chime in real quick, because if I don't, I'm going to lose my train of thought with keeping up with this all. Um, with the 20 people complaining, a thousand saying nothing, the thing is, you have to focus, especially if we're doing covering it from an outside perspective, doing an online listening experience. We have to kind of focus on those 20 people complaining. As opposed to a thousand saying nothing. It's kind of like watching the news station or reading the newspaper. You're going to focus on the stuff that's going to uh, draw attention or the things that are drawing attention. And mostly it's going to be negative things. Uh, it's not very often that you see something in the positive light. If a thousand people say nothing, well, then there goes our online listening experience. Then we have nothing to talk about. We can talk about how people are saying nothing. It's easier to focus on the 20 people saying something, so this way you have at least some sort of a conversation. Um, then, yeah. he, then he goes on to say, either we're all internet slash wrestling, uh, um, <clears throat> hold on, either we're all internet fan slash IWC stereotypes, or we just don't see it, and we just don't see it, jeez, what's wrong with me right now? Oh, I know what's wrong with me. Giada De Laurentiis on TV. <laughs> or the stereotype is a product of the broad brushstrokes which, with which we paint people we don't know or understand, not realizing that they, too, are stereotyping us. From everybody's fifth favorite mark, Rick David. Um, as for the finishing notes... Um, all right, so then I'll agree with you on the fact that we all are internet fans. Um, maybe we don't all fit. Of course, we all don't fit the stereotypes. I mean, out in the world, you have so many different stereotypes due to race, uh, class, in, uh, in wealth, in uh, career choices, or schooling. You always have stereotypes. So, but it's also not just me who's stereotyping. It's everybody am I, else. That, am I part of the IWC? Exactly. So I, like, I can am I that if we're, if we're using the internet, I could definitely agree with him, though. Yes, you, Brandon, you are part of the IWC. I am a part of the IWC. We are part of the internet wrestling community because we are using Twitter. We are using this as a form to uh, 
to reach other wrestling fans to converse with them. We use the internet to get our information to watch our YouTube. So yes, I will. I will agree with you that in the current day, now we are all. We are. I might as well say we are all internet wrestling fans. We are all uh, part of the internet wrestling community. Um, and yes, we all don't fit the stereotypes, but it's very easy to speak about the those stereotypes because it creates good flowing conversation. And for the most part, you're going to be hitting a good amount of topics that are. Uh, that are current and easy to talk about and easy to dispute because there's plenty of things that the stereotypical IWC will say and there's there's people out there that are part of the internet that just won't say anything so like I'm not going to a, I'm not going to a show and chanting Husky Harris or no, CM of Punk course. but and to well, me to me those are like the stereotypical IWC people who are sitting there like at a Ring of Honor show, booing John Cena or something. Or like at a Ring of Honor show, chanting Hacksaw Jim Duggan or Shelton's Mama. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but I definitely agree. I could agree with him to that point that uh, maybe I did stereotype the IWC. but And yes, we are all internet fans. Brandon, you are a part of the IWC. Myself, I am a part of the IWC. Rick David himself is a part of the IWC. We are all IWC. Um, yeah. I just, I don't think so. I think IWC was invented as a way to, I think, I, I don't know where IWC came from. It might be from the wrestlers who like, oh, look at those marks there. Let's just call them the IWC. I don't know who came up with IWC. Probably just because a bunch of uh, uh, forums, uh, big time forum boards where everybody's talking about all the rumors and hot stuff going on in wrestling. But, no, but technically, we are internet fans, though. How are we not? Right. We're using the internet for all this. I just, I don't think that's what internet fans are. I don't think, I think it's, there's a big difference between... Internet fans and IWC? No, I think there's a big difference between, I think internet fans and, what, what the fuck is an internet fan? It's the it's the same. It doesn't make sense. It's just, it is what it is. It's somebody, to me, it's somebody who goes on the internet and and does that Husky Harris shit. I I don't, I don't think I think there's a different name for it. I don't have the name for it. All right. So it looks like next next week you'll be getting the letter from Rick David and not me. A journalist? Are we journalists? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't no. know. Um, but yeah, thank you for your comment, Rick David. Hopefully, um, I was able to dispute it a little bit. And, uh, I look forward to hearing your response to Brandon though. Um, <laughs> you could, you could just, he didn't put it down there, but Rick David, uh, he's been following us for a very long time. So go check Rick David out at violent Rick. That's R-I-C. Uh, from what's that? R-I-C. Yeah. R-I-C. And you could go check out his YouTube channel. Uh, he usually posts YouTube videos, uh, his own show. Uh, it's youtube.com slash Rick, R-I-C, and wrestling. So go check him out. Go support him. And, yeah, thank you, everyone, for uh, leaving a comment, a question. Um, yeah, it's much appreciated. Whether you love us or hate us, We, as long as we can get a conversation going, I am more than willing to accept it. Yeah, and uh, seven seven more weeks. 
basically, as uh, our 200th episode. And if you'd like to be part of that with your uh, your voice, you could send us a congratulatory thank you. Not a thank you. A congratulatory thing on the 200th episode or anything you want to say on the 200th episode. or Yeah, if you want to just give a shout-out to yourself even. just If, if you want to say this is so-and-so, Baba Booey, Baba Booey. Yeah, have fun. As long as that's the 200th episode, I want to focus mainly on the listeners as opposed to any any wrestlers or anything like that. And you could go ahead. It, it could be in basically any format. MP3, I guess, works best. Uh, email it to markinout1 at gmail.com. That's M-A-R-K-I-N-O-U-T-1, the number one, at gmail.com. Yeah. I'm going to toss this out there, too, just because I mentioned him before. Uh, go follow Hanson at Warbeard Hanson. Um, oh, shameless plugs, right? Huh? I said, oh, shameless plugs, right? Yeah. No, I'm just a, I was just a big fan of his, and I see a very bright future uh, in that. So, yeah. So let's go to SmackDown. Or, uh, you want SmackDown? Yeah, we could do some SmackDown. Why, you, you don't want to? Let's go with the bads first of SmackDown. And I mean this in the kindest way. I didn't find anything good in this match in our bads. AJ defeating Alicia Fox. I could not pick one nice thing to say about it. And that's our bads for SmackDown. Yeah, there was a spot where Alicia Fox and AJ messed up uh, Tilt the World Backbreaker. Where AJ like spun into it, but Alicia Fox didn't lift her in time, so they had to redo it. So it's just I don't know. I'm not. I can't get into matches like that. Right. When once you break a flow, like once you break the flow of a match in that manner, where you have a small botch that kind of uh, slows down the pace, it's kind of like it's lost now. Moving to our middles of SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown actually ended with a Miz TV segment with Dean Ambrose and John Cena. Uh, I thought this was so boring, and I don't understand the whole ordeal. John Cena and Dean Ambrose are fighting the same fight. I'm bored with that. And and the the segment, it ended with John Cena. He had Miz up for the attitude adjustment. Then let him go into into Dean Ambrose, who he hit him with. Uh, what's his move called? Who Ambrose? Yeah. The uh, um, death. What is it? Uh, dirty deeds. Yeah, dirty deeds. He hit him with that, and then uh, John Cena hit Dean Ambrose with the attitude adjustment, and that closed. They keep on. Down. They said that his move, like he did something else, Dean Ambrose, and they called it the dirty deeds when it wasn't the dirty deeds. Oh. I forgot what though. Maybe we should call it the Dick Dastardly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. But did, you, did you see that on? Uh, absolutely, I applaud them one hundred percent for that. I okay. was, I was I, dying with that. I, I was going to call you when I was for watching South Park. It. By the way, for anyone who's not, not yeah, the new South Park episode is really funny. They brought back <laughs> wacky waste, wacky races, and they had a uh, good old Brandon do. Uh, <laughs> voiceover work yeah right the episode of South Park can you imagine that's like they're like where can we get somebody to do Muttley they're like I heard of this online listening experience <laughs> this kid laughs sounds like it yeah it was funny um 
And then, so where were we? Moving on to the goods. Yes, the goods. SmackDown, the 15th anniversary. Opened with Stephanie McMahon. And then John Laurinaitis came out to speak about the show. But Teddy Long cut him off. Holla, holla, holla. And John set up Miz Dow and Cesaro versus Sheamus and Jack Swagger. Teddy Long wanted to one-up that. So he added Bo Dallas and Mark Henry to either to both teams. Then Johnny Ace raised the stakes and added Goldust and Stardust to one side and the Usos to the other. And Teddy Long just made it a 15-man tag, which is fucked up, by adding Slater Gator, uh, Los Matadores, and then Hornswoggle and El Torito. I guess Hornswoggle and El Torito are that one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and then Stephanie made it Team Teddy versus Team Johnny to see who the best GM in SmackDown history was. So I was fine with that. Yeah, I thought the intro was fine. Adam Rose and the Rosebuds came out, and uh, it was interesting to see Adam Rose interacting with Stephanie McMahon like that, just for the fact that I wouldn't have ever expected Adam Rose, because Stephanie's like such a higher-up person on TV, like not even behind the scenes, but on TV in the company, that I just feel like they're not doing much with Adam Rose, but to see that was interesting. But mm-hmm. anyway, Stephanie ended up making Adam Rose versus Kane, and then she danced with Teddy and Johnny, which I thought was kind of creepy because she's probably known Teddy and Johnny since she was like a little girl. Yeah. So it was weird for me to see that at least. But uh, that rolled right into Kane defeating Adam Rose. Delivering Adam Rose's uh, first loss on WWE television. Yes. And uh, after the match, all the Rosebuds ran into the ring to uh, check on Adam Rose. But Kane started to take everyone out. And uh, Kane backed the bunny into the corner. But a few uh, Rosebuds ran into the ring to stop Kane. Uh, I know Can Lance, we break kayfabe? I'm going to. <laughs> yeah, let's break kayfabe. I know, it's I know. so freaking awesome to see people like see our friends. like. Well, Lance Onawahi took a choke slam. That was awesome. Yeah, like... Seeing like our friends and people that we know in in this sort of being used in this manner, it's just very, very proud of them to see them on WWE television. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Damian Gibbs. Uh. Damian Gibbs. Uh. Chris Payne. Lance on Hawaii. Anthony Bowens. Yeah. Anthony Bowens. Uh. Rosita. Well, we don't know Rosita. And we don't know Rosita. She All walked right. by well, us once. We, we won't talk know. about that time. We don't know, Rosie. We won't talk. No, let's play that one off. We won't talk about that night. But uh, more and more Rosebuds tried to save the bunny, and uh, the bunny escaped, but they didn't. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, it, it was just kind of weird, like, seeing, like, Lance in the ring to getting chokeslam and, like, not mentioning anything about Lance himself. Well, I mean, you can't. Like, he's a Rosebud. Yeah. He looks I mean, like I, an Uso, but... <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like, I he's understand. Not, he's, I, not, he's not... Directly related to the Usos, but it's the same. It's it's the Anawahis. He's lineage. The Samu's son. Samoan dynasty. Like yeah, he's I Samu's mean, I son, Afa's grandchild. You can't mention it, but it's still awesome. Yeah, um, I, I really do hope that these guys get tryouts or something, and they go well. And yeah, I mean, Payne and Gibbs are fresh off their tour of. Uh, Mexico, throw Bowens in the equation, and they're fresh off their tour from Canada. Yeah. Um, and then Lance, Lance has been traveling all over the place and just getting his name out there. Yeah. So you, the f- future's bright for these guys. Yeah, definitely. 
one choke slam at a time. Um, you had Seth Rollins defeat Kofi Kingston. Yeah. Um, it was a, it was a decent match. Yeah, I thought the match was good. I just wish that Kofi was able to be showcased more, but of course yeah. he's just there to make Rollins look good. I think Rollins looks good as no, no. I mean, but I mean, like, just like who can we put Co- I, like I, somebody I think, against Rollins that'll actually be a good match? And I th- yeah, that's I think the main aspect was just who could we put in to get a good match going. It wasn't a good match in the sense of it was more one sided though. It wasn't like it wasn't de- it wasn't too bad. It, I don't know. It's I feel like I like obviously Kofi's not winning. So in that yeah. sense, to me, it's one sided. Um, Rusev defeated Ziggler um, I, by submission. I thought this was a good match. These are the kind of Rusev matches that I want to be seeing. And I thought Ziggler was great here. I thought Rusev was as well. And if anyone has doubts about Rusev, watch this match. So now that you said that, has your opinion on Rusev changed a little bit? Like when I never first had came... a negative opinion about Rusev. I liked yeah, him. As... No, I didn't. I liked him. <laughs> what yeah, was that? I, I think I said done it. Yeah, I don't know what that was. Can we have I like? Was, I was gonna say, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled the me. That's something I would usually do. I said no. I done it. <laughs> I liked Rusev as a wrestler. I did not like. Him going in there, defeating week after week, per- person A, I don't expect him to beat, person B, I don't expect him to beat, person C, I don't expect him to beat. But if I'm And I don't want to see him wrong, in this Mark Henry Big Show side. bullshit. You weren't a fan of his sidekicks or anything like that either. Yes, I was. I'm a fan of Rusev. Okay. I'm not a fan of the way that WWE used him. Okay. That's fine. Um, after yeah, this, very... Very good oh, match. Yeah, and I'm, t- I'm serious. Watch this match if anyone has doubts about Rusev. Yeah, I think that they can build him. In- I mean, yeah, you're going to hit a uh, a ceiling at some point. Like right now. That Mark ceiling's Henry- been hit. Yeah, but Way right before now, this Mark right now Henry. it's like definitely hit. You have Mark Henry and Big Show. He's after- in the attic already. Huh? He's in the attic already. But after Mark Henry and Big Show, where do you put Rusev? I mean, you, don't- you can't really go above him unless you're going to start throwing him against... Randy Orton and John Cena and people like that. Which, that's what they say is going to happen, so who knows. You know, as I as long as you're using him and he's doing good for him. Yeah. Um, After this, we had The Rock and Triple oh, yeah. H in a backstage segment talking about SmackDown and WrestleMania. Triple H, H filmed during Raw. Triple H said that he'd beat The Rock in any WrestleMania setting, and The Rock said that he would beat Triple H... Um, the only real problem that I have with this segment is the idea of The Rock versus Triple H in 2015, 2016, 2017, etc. I mean, there's no reason. Yeah, it sells, it might, yeah. It sells, but if I find it sad that you would have to rely, if you were going to make headline that, then that's sad because then you're not obviously you're telling me that you don't have confidence in your current wrestlers. But it's not even confidence. It's WWE is not. It goes right all the way back. It loops back all the time. WWE is not doing anything to build up new stars. Look at look at everything. The current the fucking money in the bank means nothing right now. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar's not fucking doing anything. Yeah, he's thanks, sitting at man. home doing jack fucking shit. So every fucking week when Seth Rollins comes out and holds up his fucking briefcase, I've dropped out way too many F-bombs right there. 
Every single week when Seth Rollins carries the briefcase out and holds it up, points to it, slaps it, I'm the money in the bank champion right now, I hold this contract, means nothing. Brock mm -hmm. Lesnar's not there. They're leading to a pay-per-view that means jack shit. And it's, it's such bullshit. It's insulting as a fucking wrestling fan to watch this shit and know that, there's, that this pay-per-view means nothing. The champion is not there. There's no way the championship can change hands because Seth, Seth Rollins has it and Brock Lesnar's not there. Well, did you see about their uh, logic behind it? Like, they were saying how because people aren't buying the pay-per-views or anything like that, so there's really no reasoning behind having your champion uh, defended at every pay-per-view anymore. The only real reason to see the the champ to, to see this pay-per-view this week, or next week, I should say, is to see the, the blow-off, finally the blow-off, hopefully the final blow-off between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose, Ambrose inside the, the Hell in a Cell. Yeah. There's this absolute bullshit. And, that, and that's, I'm going to say right now, making Randy Orton turning him face isn't going to save anything. What is that? What does that mean? Who said that? Uh, that's the rumor going around that, I mean, just in talking about the storyline-wise, how you mentioned Ambrose Rollins, how that has to end, uh, Randy Orton, the rumor is that he, He's going to be turned. They're going to turn him face very soon, that makes and no I sense. don't think that that makes any sense. And that's not going to do anything for your storyline wise as is. Basically, no and then the other Hell in a Cell match: John Cena versus Randy Orton. Thanks, guys. Thanks a bunch, you guys. That 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 makes me feel great as a wrestling fan. Thank you for that match that we've seen tons of times. Thanks for adding a Hell in a Cell stipulation. Man. Uh, the promo overall, though, was very funny. It was nice to see both of them interacting as they did. Yeah, I thought I got a good laugh when, at dinner. when Triple H got right into The Rock's face and they were just like talking about how awkward this is right now. And I thought that was really funny. Yeah. And uh, after this segment, JBL, we cut to the commentary team. JBL threw a whole cake on Tom Phillips, which I guess I would be pissed off if I was Tom Phillips, but... What, what could you expect? As long as the cake was good, I guess. And that led right into Team Teddy Long taking on Team Johnny. Uh, and Team Teddy Long defeated Team Johnny. One of the most over people in this match, obviously, I should say at this point, was Mizdow. Yeah, and up there with Mizdow, Cesaro. Yeah, people are, uh, people are finally starting to get behind Sandow, and hopefully soon he'll be back up to that level that he was when 2014 first started. Obviously, in bringing this up, you're talking, uh, you're talking indirectly about when he got that hot tag in, the crowd went not even, Not even the hot tag. The but whole match, match, the whole for, match, people were chanting Sand. Uh, yeah, but, they, but there was a big spark once he got that initial, that first time in the ring. Yeah, the the, cr the crowd went crazy for him. Yeah, um, so hopefully that builds up and we'll see something big. And once again, I love everything when he's on the outside of the ring of uh, Miz matches. I'm getting such a kick out of that. But let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Well, I'm still talking about the f the match. Itself. All right, so what else do you got to say? Well, Los Matadores took out Slater Gator through the middle rope to the outside. And uh, when the Usos the Usos took out Goldust and Stardust and Johnny Ace, too, which I don't know why he was. I guess he was like, I want to take a bump. And uh, they went over the top rope. Hornswoggle went to jump over the, the rope or through the rope or whatever. El Torito took him out with the drop kick. And uh, Bo Dallas 
hit uh, Razor's Edge. I don't know what else to call that. Crucifix Power. Oh, Man. yeah. That was awesome. On El Torito and took out everyone on the outside. Then uh, threw Mark Henry outside of the ring. I thought Mark was going to do like the World's Strongest Slam or body press Bo out of the ring. But uh, Bo got hit with a bro kick. Then Cesaro locked the swing on Sheamus. And uh, I thought the ending, the whole match, I, I guess, thought it was quite chaotic. But uh, Yeah, that, but it, I mean, it, in a match like that, can you really keep order? Right. It ended with Mizdow getting the bro kick, followed by a splash by Jey Uso. So. Yeah, I'm great. completely fine with this match. I, I'm a, I'm a big fan. Big fan of it. So, you want to move on to some Monday Night Raw? Monday Night Nitro. Let's kick it off with the bad middles. Let's do the bads. Let's get it out of the way. Folks, you guys know. You guys know it's from the bads already. Yeah. AJ and Layla defeated Alicia Fox and Paige. Uh, not all of this was bad for the fact that when AJ went to tag Layla, Layla dropped off. I yeah, like refused to get to take that tag in. It's just weird that AJ's the face and Layla's the heel. Because I'm, yeah. I'm like, yes, hell yeah, fuck you, AJ. <laughs> I'm so happy that Layla didn't get you the tag. But, uh, <clears throat> this I might, 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 might have been the... First time that I've actually seen AJ hit an actual Shining Wizard during her match. Yeah. Like an actual Shining Wizard, not just like, oh, oh let me just, looks let like I'm just getting dragged my by, well, boom, that's it. It was actually good. Yeah. And then afterwards, AJ attacked Layla. But. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the middles. Um, yes. Rusev defeated Big Show uh, by DQ. Courtesy of Mark Henry, uh, Rusev had Big Show locked into the accolade, and to save Big Show, Mark Henry came down to the ring, cheered him on, and then got involved a little bit. But then once he locked it in again, he actually got into the ring, got involved, uh, caused a DQ. Will, um, will this lead to Mark Henry versus Big Show 2014? I, I'm so <laughs> tired of that. But I did. I do like the fact that you need the two biggest people in the WWE in order to uh, team up to take on Rusev. Yeah, but in my mind, nothing's going to come of that. Rob no, already I, did make made Rusev look stupid. I don't. That think already so. fucking happened last two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah that, nothing came of that. Absolutely that. nothing came of that. So, and I, I really do hope that we never have to see. Big Show, Rusev, Mark Henry again. After when Rusev attacked Mark Henry after the match, he turned around, got hit to the WMD. I'm done. I don't need to see this. I was more, way more satisfied seeing Miz and not Miz, uh, Ziggler and Rusev. Mm -hmm. I don't need to see this. Nah. Well, hopefully, Rusev will be moved up to other competition. But, uh, but speaking of Miz, <laughs> yeah. Keep yeah. it going. Miz defeated Sheamus via countout, via countout. And uh, after the Hell in a Cell uh, pay-per-view next week, I hope we don't see this ever again. Yeah. Um, the things to take away from the match, that Miz ending. Now. The only thing people care about no, no, no. That ending, I loved. The entire countout scene, I haven't seen that done in so long where they'll go underneath the ring and then pop up and get the countout from the other side. 
I thought that was clever, and it fit the bill of The Miz uh, trying to one-up Sheamus perfectly. Which I didn't completely like for the fact that the referee... Basically, Miz should have been counted out as well for the fact that the referee couldn't see Miz. Which, Why? Because that makes... Because how's the referee... Oh, The Miz is in the ring. Yeah, he must have made the 10 count. Yeah, but I think he, I thought he saw him. I don't I don't think the referee saw Miz. I'm not positive, but I don't think he did. Yeah, because Miz was in the ring taunting, I think. Um, but Sandow, Mizdow, uh, there was a point in the match where Miz was on the outside of the ring, uh, pretty much doing that Peter Griffin selling of the leg injury of the yeah. knee. And Sandow proceeded to do a little t- a forward roll to land right next to the Miz. And started selling it the exact same way, and it was it was gold, yeah, complete gold. Something that wasn't gold, but it was they had no, a it wasn't match. yeah. Uh, Brie Bella, Naomi, and Natalia defeated Cameron, Nikki, and Summer Rae. Yeah, uh, the I guess the the face team was with uh, Rosa Mendez and Nene Leakes, and uh, I have no problem with Nene Leakes being there. It's Rosa and Cameron who shouldn't have been. I still don't know who Nene Lynx is. Leaks. Or do, what? Leaks. L e I think a k e s. Leaks. Yeah. Links or leaks. Leaks. What the fuck? Like there's a there's a leak in in your garden. Nene Leaks. Yeah. Whoever gave her that stage name should be fired. I, I don't know if that's her real name or not. I don't know. Whoever gave her that birth name should be fired. Um, but the match it was it was decent for what it was. It wasn't. I don't have a problem with. Brie Bella wrestling. I don't have a problem with Nikki. I don't have a problem with Summer Rae, Naomi, or Natalia. Or I already said Summer Rae. So I can't help but notice that you're leaving one wrestler in this match. Yeah. Oh. I I already said it. I already yeah. specifically said Cameron and Rosa Mendez. No business being there. Yeah. Other than the um, fact that they're both on the Total Divas and yeah, that's it. Girl, Bob. um, and then any whatever crap is only there for Total. I don't know why is she there. Who is she? She was. She's. I think she was an Atlanta housewife, one of those real housewives. Why is she on Raw? I don't know. She's an actor now. She does tons of stuff. Why was Chrissy on Raw? That was garbage. Why did I say it like that? <laughs> I don't know. What's with your speech today? I said that was garbage. <laughs> Talked like a pirate was a few weeks ago. No, it was a few weeks ago. Jeez. I thought the funniest part though was the person sitting behind that Chrisley guy. Was like doing like the. You remember when Shawn Michaels? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw that video. Shawn Michaels filleted the air. That guy was doing that. He's yeah, like, but Chris Lee's on the USA Network. Yeah, that, yeah, but. Nene Leakes is on, I don't know, what is she? She's on every other network. She's on NBC, Fox. Jeez, get every, a job. She's all over the place. She's an she's actor. What job. the fuck? Um, let's go on to the goods. Let's start off with the promo that opened up Monday Night Raw. Yeah, Dean um, Ambrose. Yeah, Dean Ambrose, John Cena going back and forth and the, the authority coming out. This overall was a spectacular promo. Um, starting with Dean Ambrose cutting it on Cena. Cena coming out to uh, dispute everything that he's talking about. I thought it, it was perfect. But I still that I don't like it. I don't like the fact that it's Dean Ambrose, John Cena fighting for the same thing, but we're going to fight each other first. It's, what do you mean? They they both want Seth Rollins. It's not like we haven't seen the storyline before, where two wrestlers want to get at one wrestler and won't let the other person get to them because they want to be the person to take them apart. I We've seen this before, and I think that is so just. I don't. I don't. I don't get it. 
I, I, I get it completely. I like it. I'm a big fan of it. And then this led into that. Uh, yeah, they already made a tag team match. match. Ambrose and Cena versus Gold Star, uh, the tag team champions, versus the Usos, set up by a little friendly bet by Triple H and Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon. Definitely not a dollar. That's what it came out to be. But did I, I laugh for the fact that I don't know if they intended to it, but uh, Trading Places reference. I don't know. Yeah, Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. Uh, their entire uh, bet over Eddie Murphy was over a dollar, a, de- a dollar bet. So I think they may have made a ref. I think that was the reason behind it. Um, they had that one spot where everyone dove to the outside. That was pretty cool. Didn't expect John Cena to do it. And then Ambrose trying to one-up John Cena. I love the, that Ambrose did that Muda elbow drop. Yeah, the entire match was – it was a very good tag team match. Yeah, I actually I don't mind the team of Ambrose and Cena, but – no, they worked very well together. But it's kind of like what I said a few weeks ago. All right, but, you know, so far, I'm going to knock on wood, so far it hasn't been like you have yeah. seen in the past. Maybe not this week, not next week. Maybe it's a few months down the line. I don't well, think hopefully, Ambrose will be what he is now. I'll be honest. I, I don't think that – I think after Hell in a Cell, this is going to end. So, like this Cena, Ambrose, friend, uh, friendly – gathering that they got going on and it's not even like they're friends and i also in pertaining to this match i don't think goldust or stardust should have been the ones to lose because just for the fact that they're tag team champions yeah should have no, been I, I agree with you i agree with you i like the fact that they were barely in the match i liked how they were kind of like uh waiting it all out to let yeah. the Usos and ambrose and cena kind of wear and tear each other apart um you also had randy orton defeat- well 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 the authority came out after this match, and Triple H made oh, yeah. that made the main event the contract on a pole match for uh, rather than at Hell in a Cell. It'll be the main event of Raw. So, and perfect, perfect. I sure give away a pay per view match on Raw. Are you I'm sarcastically a- saying that? No, no. I'm I'm a okay with that. I do it up. It will get me to watch Raw, um, even though it didn't. But still. Uh, Randy Orton defeated Dolph Ziggler in what was a very good match back and forth. Randy Orton and Dolph Ziggler do put together very good matches. Um, I like the fact that you really don't know who's going to win this match. We've seen Dolph Ziggler defeat Randy Orton. What are you talking about? Are you kidding me? No, Dolph Ziggler has picked up victories over Randy Orton when we least expected it. But uh, leading into the pay-per-view against John Cena? I wouldn't have been surprised. I definitely hated the fact that Randy Orton won. I don't think, as an intercontinental champion, I don't think he needed to lose here. That's exactly why I wouldn't have been surprised either with if Dolph Ziggler got the victory. Uh, it was think- a fine vic- It was a. I'm fine with this victory. It was a good match. the The finale came when with the power bomb to the RKO. That was just amazing. I thought it was cool, but I thought it was very predictable, being that I don't recall Orton hitting power bombs too often. Jeez, look at you over there. And I was getting ready to tweet it and then it fucking went too fast and I was like, shit. Yeah, I don't. Have to do it first. That shit. It was predictable. Oh, come very on. Very predictable. For me, it was very I'm predictable. Serious. Maybe you should be right. As I was, as I was tweeting such a wrestling it, fan and start getting to the business. When Ziggler put him in, when Ziggler went to hit the, the Famouser, I guess, on him, or the Rough Rider at that point, mm-hmm. 
Orton picked him up. I was like, that's going to land in RKO, but I couldn't get that out fast enough, and boom. I didn't think that at all. I thought that he I don't see how you could. Randy Orton, how when does when do you ever see Randy Orton hitting power bombs? I don't care. I don't know. Uh and Seth Cesaro was Jack on commentary Swagger. during this match. Um, what? Cesaro was on commentary during this match to talk about the IC championship. So I can only assume that that'll be a pay-per-view match. Right. And uh Rollins came out during this match and did nothing, but it led to the next match being Seth Rollins defeating Jack Swagger. Yeah, I thought that this entire stare down with Randy Orton and Seth Rollins after the match was kind of uh, awkward. Well, I, mean, I thought for the for, for the match itself, I thought, again, it was predictable. Dude, start writing. Send in your resume. I don't understand. So obviously, you could see a lot better than a lot of these. Why, why would you expect Jack Swagger to defeat Seth Rollins? I, I wouldn't expect that. Right, so overall, Seth Rollins, of course, is going to win. Good match still. No, it was. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think. I, I. No, I do think. I think the whole night was kind of predictable. All right. So maybe you should go onto that your uh, Reddit account, Dolphin. What was it? Yeah. Okay. And with Randy Orton coming out during the match, he also did nothing, but hit an RKO on Jack Swagger afterwards. Orton and Rollins argued with each other for some reason. To me, made absolute no sense. Did it make any sense to you? Yeah. What? What did arguing? Why? Why? Why are Orton and, and Rollins arguing? I don't know because they're trying to one up. I don't. I don't care. Move on. And Dean Ambrose defeated John Cena in the main event in a no holds barred contract on a pole match. The authority interfered and attacked both. Cena and Ambrose, but by the time Cena hit the attitude adjustment on Kane, Ambrose already had the contract in his hand, which uh, set up Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins and John Cena versus Randy Orton at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Like I said earlier, it'll mean nothing, absolutely nothing in WWE history. I agree. It was a bullshit match. I don't think it, uh, it was necessary, but I'm fine with it being four minutes. I mean, it no, was I was, I was fine. Night. I was definitely. It was a Monday fine. Night Raw match. That's it. Yeah, I was definitely fine with the fact that it was such a quick match, and the fact that it was for what it was. I'm just not fine with the pay per view itself. It, it seems like it's almost time for WWE just to go back to the not to go back or just to have Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. Sorry to mix that two up, but... Mm. All right, so that was Monday Night Raw. Let's talk about WWE in NXT. Yes, um, we haven't, haven't spoken really about spoke this. about it in the past few weeks. So where do you want to start? Let's... I don't know. What do you, what do you want to do? I'll um, that's up to you. We could start with... A few weeks ago, Hideo Itami uh, has been facing off against Victor of the Ascension. Um, and then... Uh, Funaki, during the match, got attacked. Dude by... looks like he never ages. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Him and Jamie Noble are like, they'll forever be like the same age. Yeah, so Funaki got attacked. Now we're at a stalemate. We don't know what Hideo and Tommy's going to do to get revenge for Funaki. Uh, Adrian Neville defended his title against Titus uh, against uh, Tyson Kidd successfully, and Charlotte defended hers against Bailey successfully. Which is that the last? Oh no, that's not. Nope. Yeah, that was right. like a week or two ago. Right. Um, but this recently, you saw. I thought that this match was very awesome. Titus O'Neil versus Sami Zayn. Yeah. 
I, um, that I'm, top rope powerbomb. I'm a huge fan of Titus O'Neil. I know you are as well. Mm-hmm. I know we were a huge fan of, uh, what were their names? Million Dollar Moves? What, I can't even think of their names. Primetime players. Jeez. Primetime players. And, and I hope nothing but the best for Titus O'Neil in this current situation. Yeah, I think that what they're doing with him on NXT is awesome. Uh, Sami Zayn defeated Tyson Kidd in the main event. And also you had um, um, Enzo Amore, Colin Cassidy versus LaFord and uh, Louis. Louis turned on LaFord because of the head shaving incident that took place on, what is it, One Night Stand? Uh, we'll say TakeOver. Yeah, TakeOver. <laughs> um so Which I was I was shocked that that took place. I don't know why they're breaking up the Legionnaires. I'm completely fine with it. I like... Dude, I, first of all... I mean, look what happened. I mean, storyline was perfect. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I liked I liked their old theme music with the the French national anthem. And then I liked... I got used to the... Attention! Attention! Hello, Legionnaires! Or whatever they say. I can't... Mm-hmm. I can't really do French accent too. I mean, I think it's a perfect time to break them up. I mean, you can't have them feud with Enzo and Cassidy much longer. Yeah, well, um, now Enzo and Cass seem to be the pushers for Carmella. Yeah, Carmella coming out to that, like, uh, what is it, All About the Bass or whatever no, song remake? Iggy Azalea's. Yeah, Iggy Azalea. Yeah. I don't know who she is, though. But I, I really, I pop for Carmella's finisher, I guess you'd say it is. It's like a, a leg, a head scissors, but mm-hmm. she arches her leg and pulls on it. Yeah, it was very, very cool. Um, so if I you pop- haven't, if you haven't seen that match with Carmella, definitely check it out for that for that move. Yeah, I popped for that match because they used Leva, uh, Leva Bates. Excuse um, me. The her opponent. What is it called? Leva Bates. Oh, oh, that's her name. I thought you were yeah, like saying wrestler. a move or something. I was no, like, what? The wrestler. Oh, okay. um, and she was wearing her X Men attire uh, for the the pride. So yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, was, that's pretty much the, all. We got. What was the tag match with Buddy Murphy? What's his name? Uh, Buddy oh, Murphy and oh, Buddy Murphy and Wes. Uh, was it Wesley Blake? We'll uh, yeah, Wesley Blake and Buddy Murphy. Last night's NXT, Buddy Murphy hit a running suplex, and I've never seen it done before. I don't know if it was done on purpose or if he was struggling with the move, but I thought that was one of the coolest things I've ever seen. I, I mean, if anybody's ever seen a running suplex, definitely send that to us. Because from what I remember in wrestling, I definitely don't think I remember seeing that. So like, I was, ever? was very... Yeah, I, to you? I feel like I have. I really, I really don't. I really don't know if I've ever seen that before. I tried to YouTube it, and I, I've, I've never seen it. Yeah, you can't come up with anything. No, like it's like it's similar to some moves, but not, not like that. Mm-hmm. All right, sounds good. So that is all the sports entertainment talk that we have for you. Uh, this week we do not have a musical interlude, but we have a comedy interlude. A comedic interlude. Yes, finally. The very first of its kind. Yes, we have the debut of the segment because we are open to you guys submitting your stand-up comedy if you have a routine. Uh, We will air it. Even if you don't have a routine, we're good. Yeah, if you just want to just, I don't know. Hey, uh, this is uh, Jake, and uh, I I like lettuce. 
Don't submit that. Don't submit that at all. It will not get aired. People would laugh um, at that, though. Come on. It'd yeah. be the awkward laugh, but still. So, uh, I guess, coming to the uh, online listening experience, marking out show episode 193 right now, is Charlie Fursco. Um, this is his, we're going to be airing his show from Gotham, August 25th. You can go check him out on Twitter, at Tigger Charlie, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out. Ladies and gentlemen, clap it up for Charlie Fresco. Thank you. Have you seen this new Procter & Gamble ad campaign on the subway? Hashtag New York Tough. Huh? It's Febreze, Dawn, Bounty, and Crest. Hashtag New York Tough. What's that message they're sending us? You stink, you're filthy, clean it up, and brush your teeth while you're at it, New York. What kind of vagrants they think we are? Gosh. I do the grocery shopping, and um, I noticed, I think the, uh, the yogurt industry is missing out on a target market. And we have all sorts of yogurt. We got Greek yogurt, low sugar, uh, low calorie, fruit on the bottom. We have all these yogurts for early development. We have Yo Baby, Yo Toddler, Yo Kid. They're ignoring the opposite end of the spectrum. I can't wait for yogurts called Yo Impotent, Yo Incontinent, Yo Dementia. Thank you. I've been binge-watching The Walking Dead. You know, it's extreme zombie takeover. Uh, all the humans travel the land in search of salvation. This thing has had three Emmy nominations for best writing. Three! Yeah, Steinbeck wrote it. It's the Grapes of Wrath on bath salts. <laughs> Thank you. I love the advertising for film and TV. They're bringing back Turn the untold story of America's first spy ring. Yeah, it's untold because it didn't happen. It's made up, History Channel. <laughs> and if it did happen and we know about it, let's call it America's first shitty spy ring. Because if it was a good spy ring, it would still be secret. Maybe we should call it Turn, the story of a bunch of farmers defending their land who couldn't keep their mouths shut. But boy, could they shoot. <laughs> I love when movies are based on a true story. Yeah, what part? That there were people in it? That things happened? Blair Witch Project was based on a true story. What, teenagers went camping? Everything on a camping trip should be an untold story, like turn. Imagine a teenager comes home. Oh, hey mom, how was the camping trip? It was off the hook. I brought along some mushrooms, and I had a threesome with Annie and Kristen in the tent! Which one am I going to take to the prom? I hate you. <laughs> How about this? The story of the married father of three who um, is active in his community, he's involved in his kids' lives, has a successful career with a happy wife, and dad has time to maintain a model's physique. Based on a true story. Fiction! <laughs> I married a football coach's daughter. 
Her brother is a Division I strength coach, trains the athletes. He married the number one tennis player in the state. They invited this into the gene pool. 14 years, I'm still trying to impress these pillars of leadership. At a recent family dinner, my wife had an asthma attack. She says, Charlie, get me my inhaler, I can't breathe. I said, Tara, can't means won't. You can do it, I believe in you. She says, I need it. How bad do you want it? How bad? She says, it hurts. No pain, no gain. Some people you just can't reach. She tells me I have more clothes than any man she knows. She lived with men in sweats all day, every day, for 20 years. Getting them to put on a belt is a negotiation. The phone calls go like this. Yeah, Pop, if you wear the brown belt, you can wear the green Celtics necktie we got you for Christmas. <laughs> you know, I'll tie it for you. Okay. She says I'm vain because I like to work out. Guys in my neighborhood compliment me all the time. Goes like, yo, big man, spare change. Hey, big guy, got a quarter? No, I always tip those guys, unless they have better abs than I do. I don't give those guys a nickel. For those guys, I buy them a foot-long sub and watch science at work. Simple carbs leads to bloating, bye-bye, six-pack. I'm vain, but I'm the one who always dated girls with eating disorders, huh? Because, you know, when we got down to business and they took off my shirt, God, I look good. Okay, nothing there, fine. It happens. My dad was a doctor, so growing up, we never had Playboy in the bathroom magazine rack. It was always medical journals and periodicals. I learned how to uh, pleasure myself with pictures of procedures. <laughs> but now we have the internet, which is great. For $3.95 a minute, I can Skype a live feed to the operating room at the hospital of my choice. If I'm in a hurry, any outpatient procedure will do just fine. Tonsillectomy, nose job, hemorrhoids. But if I have the luxury of time, give me a triple bypass and a bottle of lube, I'll kill six hours. Thank you very much. I'm Charlie Fursco. And that was Charlie Fursco. You can go check him out on the Twitter at Tigger Charlie. That is Tigger with two G's, not Tiger. Um, and go check him out on YouTube. You can go check out some of his stand-up comedy shows or a little reel of some movies and TV shows that he's been in. Uh, go check it out, youtube.com slash tuna dog. Yeah, so Charlie Fursco, and if you're at NYWC Wrestling, which you can visit at nywcwrestling.com at one of those events and you see him, go say hi. So, let's move on with these uh, online listening experience. Do some New Japan Pro Wrestling. How do you say about that? Yes, we say it like this. All right, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Kings of Pro Wrestling pay-per-view took place, uh, hitting you with some results. El Desperado lost to Taguchi, 
Uh, Taguchi retained the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship. The Time Splitters defeated the Young Bucks and Forever Hooligans to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championships. Uh, the Killer Elite Squad is your new NWA World Tag Team Champions as they defeated Team uh, uh, Tenkoji. It's weird that they still like defend NWA championships. Like, yeah, there's a ton of NWA mm-hmm. promotions out there, but yeah. it's definitely not what it was. Oh, of course. No, I understand what you're saying. Um, and then um, Okada won his match to become the number one contender for the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. And in your main event, AJ Styles defended his IWGP Heavyweight Championship against Hiroshi Tanahashi in a losing effort. Your new IWGP Heavyweight Champion is Tanahashi. So now we're going to be seeing Tanahashi versus Okada down the line. Um, very, I'm looking forward to that match. Tanahashi is a great athlete, and as is Okada. Do they not do like rematches in Japan? Um, I don't think so. I, I think they just kind of move on. It's weird. Yeah, I think they kind of just move on. Um, yeah, so that was New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, Shisuke Nakamura was in tag team action as well. Um, let's move on to some Impact Wrestling. Sorry. Sorry in advance. Yeah, oh, TNA yeah. had a Bound for Glory, their biggest pay-per-view of the year. Don't worry, it did take place. And everybody in Japan, we have no idea what happened to them. There was a typhoon coming. Yeah, thanks, Dixie Carter. Yeah. Um, Who, by the yeah. way, you told me she, you don't think she was there even? No, she. Uh, from what I read, she wasn't even at TNA Bound for Glory Hall. Uh, she was in the offices in Nashville watching it. Well, I had to be in Nashville. Predators are playing hockey. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I feel like that's so, if this is true and she wasn't actually there, that is so poor ass shit that you're, own, that you're the owner and you are, and it's, and it's the biggest, you're not there. And it's the biggest thing, like, for your company to have happened, half of their first pay-per-view in Japan. Yeah. But whatever. Um, I don't care about seeing Team 3D getting dug into my Hall of Fame. Exactly. They're leaving me that's anyway. True. Exactly, that too. There was a Hall of Fame induction, and she wasn't there for it. So, uh, EC3 defeated Hama. MVP picked up the victory over Sakamoto. Uh, your TNA X Division champion, Samoa Joe, defeated Loki and Kaz Hayashi. Team 3D defeated Abyss and uh, Tommy Dreamer in a hardcore match. Um, yeah, Havoc, your, Havoc retained yep. her... Uh, women's champion or knockout championship and defeated Velvet Sky in like a shitty match. Yeah, from what I hear. Yeah. And then the main event of the evening was Tajiri and Great Muda defeating James Storm and the Great Sonata. And after the match, what happened? Did James Storm? Um, James Storm and Manic were going to beat down. All right. Yeah. Muda. And then Team 3D came out to make the save. Uh, then Muda hit James Storm with the mist, and then he got nailed with the 3D. Like, is so that how the pay-per-view... On top, kind of. Huh? Is that how the pay-per-view you think should have ended? Um, yeah, I think so, especially when you're overseas in Japan. I think that's fine to have Muda over and then have Team 3D come out to take out James Storm. 
I, don't I think know. it's fine, especially because James Storm is the heel, and it kind of gets him. Uh, gets him. I mean, come on. What kind of a, who would beat up Muda to at the end of the match? He was strangling him with um with a bull rope. I kind of feel like the pay per view. Like you want a statement made. Well, the statement was made, but with Team 3D on the mic. Um, well, not even. Apparently, that got cut from the pay-per-view, or did it? Well, they, well, that wasn't really a statement. I mean, they still got on the mic and still spoke and everything. But the thing that uh, was cut was Team was uh, Bubba Ray, Bully Ray, started speaking about the Bullet Club and from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Which is and, funny because everybody's like, oh, my God. Dudley bars are coming back to WWE, and they totally forget about New Japan. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was cut out because Wrestle uh, Wrestle One didn't want any mention of New Japan, and neither did TNA. So that got cut out. Um, yeah, I could see TNA do uh, Dudley Boys doing a run with New Japan Pro Wrestling, and then coming back to the WWE. <laughs> the WWE. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then uh, the next thing we're going to discuss is uh, impact from this week. Just maybe, yeah, just one thing. Well, I'll I'll give you. A, we'll say that the new the new number one contender for the heavyweight championship is Bobby Roode because he defeated Austin Aries, Eric Young, and uh, Jeff Hardy. But uh, the bigger thing, I guess, to take from this event is that Ethan Carter introduced Tyrus who is Brodus Clay. I don't understand that name, Tyrus. I guess it's like kind of dinosaurish, but not. But Tyrus defeated Sharkboy, so I guess he's back to defeating people who you'd expect him to defeat. Which, I mean, it's really not necessary for that to happen. We know... Who, especially because he's already been, he's already developed. He's established. He's established. Yeah, established. That's the word. Given I that the name is Tyrus and not Brodus Clay or Funkasaurus or this or that. Yeah. We know. We know. We know. Um, yeah. We know. Um, anything else to make note about Impact Wrestling or nah? No, that's it. All right. Let's move on and off of TNA Bound for Glory Hole and Impact Wrestling. Uh, NYWC House of Madness will be taking place October 25th in Deer Park, New York at 7 p.m. bell time. Um, you can visit for information, nywcwrestling.com. They have a stacked card. Um, as of now, they have 11 matches, but there's more to be announced, so you don't want to miss this opportunity. Um, some of the matches that they have announced, DJ Hyde. The CZW owner will be taking on Braden Knight, uh, one half of Reckless and Wasted. Yeah, we're also going to see a Lucha Libre style matchup between J Row and Habali Jr. For sure. Um, in non titled match, uh, Starlet match, Sammy Pickles will be taking on Rick Cataldo. This is stemming from their most recent match, where the uh, in order to get a championship match, at a shot at the co Starlet title. No, the Starlet co-champions. Um, yes. But this match will not be a title match. Yes, we're going to see Apollyon and Stockade teaming up to take on Jesse Vane and Matt Justice. Also, Cooley K and Grim Reefer teaming up to take on Kono and Ultimo Maya. 
This is interesting. The Fighting Spirit Wrestling Heavyweight Championship will be on the line here, where the champion Joe Attell will be taking on Man of Steel Mike Verna. Yes, they do have a uh, NYWC is working together with uh, the Fighting Spirit Wrestling. So it's always nice to see other promotions working together to make for better wrestling events. Um, it's always nice to see talent exchanges. Uh, Six-man tag team match, loser leaves town grudge match. Francis Kipling Stevens, Anthony Lacera, and King Mega teaming up to take on Casanova Valentine, Jamie Van Lemer, and Joey Conway. If Francis, if Kipling's uh, team wins, Vitko's team has to leave NYWC and vice versa. So I don't even know what's going to happen with that. What's your take on that match? I have no idea. That's a tough one to call. I mean, I could see that match, some something chaotic happening where we don't get a winner in this because, I mean, Stevens and Mega, Lesur is pretty new to NYWC, but Stevens and Mega have been around for a long time. And best, uh, uh, Valentine, Lemur, and Conway are up-and-coming wrestlers. Yeah. So it will definitely be interesting to find out who uh, what's going to break down in this match. Yeah, you know, it's just if, if Vitko would leave or Francis would be leaving, right? Oh. It's not the whole team. I thought it was like... Okay, yeah. my bad. I thought it was Vitko team no, leaves. No, And Francis leaves. <laughs> no. Oh. Yeah, we're also going to be seeing the MYWC Starlet Championship on the line. Marty Bell, the champion, will be taking on challenger Aria Cadenza. Co-champion. Yeah, sorry. Co-champion. That's right. I completely messed up when I was talking about uh, the other co-champion, Rick Cataldo's match before. So. Yeah, well... Um, NYWC Fusion Champion Rex Lawless will be taking on Lucky 13. Um, Rex Lawless has been on a complete tear once he won this championship, once he returned from injury. So it's going to be interesting. Yes, and we're going to see the NYWC Championship on the line in a triple threat match. Big O taking on Mike Mondo versus the champion Flawless Blake Morris. Yeah, this stemming from that match that for the number one contendership, Big O versus Mondo last month, that there was no decisive winner. Yeah. Um, yeah, and Flawless Blake Morris, one of the pretty – I think this is his uh, second title defense didn't or he, first. Didn't he just win it last show? Was it the last show that he won it? I thought so. All right. No, no, no. You may be correct. It just feels like so much time passes uh, uh, between shows at times, even though it doesn't. Um, in your main event for the evening, the NYWC Tag Team Championship will be on the line in a TLC match. Tables, ladders, and chairs. Battlestar Galactica, Joe Gacy, and Drew Gulak taking on Milk Chocolate, Brandon Watts, Randy Summers taking on the premier gods, Tony Nese and the Greek god himself, Papadon. Uh, that's going to be I don't understand how any wrestling fan can look at this card and not want to go especially when the night ends with a TLC match featuring these three tag teams right um this is coming off of um the juicy product were the tag team champions but they were uh stripped of the titles and vacated it would be interesting to see if they showed up to interfere in this little uh TLC match it would be very interesting to see how things go 
But yes, as we have stated, looks like a stacked card. Go visit nywcwrestling.com for more information. Go check them on Twitter. Tickets are only $25 for front row and $20 for general admission. Go check it out and have fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's really it, dude. So, shameless plugs? Shameless plugs. That's right. It's time for your shameless plugs. All right. On October 22nd, Doja Wars uh, presented by CZW will be taking place. The Tournament of Valor quarterfinals continues in Blackwood, New Jersey. Uh, see, this tournament has been breaking down some of the up-and-coming wrestlers, all the students of CZW, alongside some of the veteran wrestlers. Uh, you've been seeing Brooke Danielle, you've been seeing Joey Janela, and a ton more uh, facing off in this. And you never know who's going to be stopping by next at Dojo Wars. So go visit czwrestling.com. Also, uh, on a serious note, professional wrestler uh, um, Chris Travis over in the UK, he was diagnosed with cancer. And he is battling it uh, as we speak. He still has to undergo chemotherapy and everything. Um, our thoughts and concerns are with him and prayers are with him and his family and friends. Um, he will continue fighting and he will survive this. But you can go, um, they have a little, they set up a fund. The Preston City Wrestling in the UK set up a fund for him just to raise money to help pay um, any medical bills, traveling bills, whatever he may be encountering at this time as he cannot wrestle and provide money, uh, bring in any money. Um, so go visit TravAid, the Chris Travis Cancer Fight Fund. Um, go search that on Google, TravAid, T-R-A-V-A-I-D, the Chris Travis Cancer Fu uh, Fight Fund. Um, in January of 2015, they will be putting on a special event for him for a fundraiser. So we'll be having more information about that as more is available. And go go follow Chris over at at Real Chris Travis on Twitter on Twitter, and that's Chris with a K. So go check that out. Also, thank you very much to everybody that promoted us during the week of professional wrestling. It is much appreciated. Um, so go follow at Steve underscore of underscore Smeg. At Evan Bordner one. At Montreal Broski. I am still, I think we should start tweeting to what's her face, Dixie Carter, and try to get him that bump, that little uh, voice I've, message. I've done it from time to time. I, I'm really offended with that. I, I mean, really she says am. one thing and then does the other. It's bogus. Yeah, it's bullshit. Completely. Um, yes. What's that? Oh, oopsies. Um, yeah, my bad. Uh, huh? What was that? I was pulling up our next. Shameless plug, the PTE show. I I was pulling up his uh, YouTube account. The PTE show at the PTE show. You can go check his YouTube channel out. Uh, he has wrestling reviews and um, sp overall sports reviews. So go visit him 
on YouTube, Perry the Entertainer. Also, go follow Jasmine at Reverse Enemsage. I want to hear your feedback about that horror movie list that I gave a little bit ago. Do you have any horror movies that you would add to it or take away? Also, go follow at John Griffin. Um, and go follow as we. I, I love seeing all these people that I've been promoting for a good amount of time now and how they keep on coming back and tweeting us and everything like that. It's just so awesome to see familiar names. Um, Steve at Disgruntled Dork. Heard from him a little bit earlier on in the comments section. If you want to be just like Steve, um, go ahead and post, leave your comment, question. We will read it and respond to it. Whether you hate us or love us, we'll read it. Uh, B at NYWC underscore sign guy. Tie-dye guy from the ECW world. Uh, he put a little tweet out in our name. Uh, go follow him at tie-dye guy WWE. Also go follow at Jace825. Go check out Heel Griggs at Heel Griggs. Um, also go follow Drunk Flair. You may be confused by the tweets. It's not actually Ric Flair. I know, surprising. Also go follow Jobber Nation Radio at Jobber Nation. Go listen to their radio show, uh, jobbernationradio.wix.com. I'm going to toss in there also Weekly Wrestling Podcast. Go check out our friends over there. They're straight from Canada and good people. Weeklywrestlingpodcast.com. Um, yeah. What else could we do? Yeah, why not? I'll do this one too. Valkyrie 3, Queens, uh, Queens Road, will be taking place October 24th at the Ludus Wrestling Center in Brooklyn, New York. Um, the event's going to, bell time is 8 p.m. Meet and greet, meet and greet, meet and greet, 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. You're going to be seeing IG, IJGP. Winner Sumi Sakai taking on Casey Carlisle. You'll see Mia Yim. Uh, wow, I cannot speak. Mia Yim, La Rosa Negra, Nikki Adams, Tessa Blanchard, and a lot more. So go check out Valkyrie uh, Valkyrie Wrestling ValkyrieWomen's.com. Um, I'm out of breath. I don't know about you, brother. No, because I wasn't speaking. Yeah, you never speak during them, and you. It's always funny because you're like. Uh, don't be quiet during my... Uh, yeah, well, I don't speak during yours because yours are like this, that, this, that, this, that, this, that. Instead, mine are like Yeah, I kind, of, I kind of feel like with mine, if you did say end up saying something, I would just... You'd be like, ice, nice, you your fresh, nice. I, I would like fumble right over my words and then start spewing nothing. Okay, speaking of spewing, Brandon, any... Spew? Shoutouts? Brandon, shout-outs. Robert De Niro. Want to fuck me? First shout-out goes to Girl Meets World. Uh, for people who don't know what that is, that's the uh, sequel, I guess you'd say. Sequel series to Boy Meets World. And uh, this past week, yes, I watched the show. It's, it's, I enjoy it, whatever. They showed the janitor on the show, and it was Harley Kiner who was on Boy Meets World. So, And I, I definitely marked out for that. I was and like, who is Harvey Kiner? 
he was like the the bully. Okay. He was the one he hung out with Vader's uh, kid. Like you would know. What? He's the the smaller bully. No, he's the taller. The taller? Oh, yeah. the head goon. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The head goon. Yeah. So uh or... from the earlier years though, right? He yeah. wasn't around in the later ones. No, because then it was it was Joey and Frankie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Then uh, up next, shout out to Bad Street USA. Oh yeah. They released this song on iTunes last month. I had no clue about it, but I was uh, quickly scrolling through iTunes and Bad Street caught my eye, and I was like, "There's no way. There's no way that's Bad Street USA, the, the fabulous Freebirds theme song." But it was, so that was awesome. I downloaded that right away. And then uh, my last shout-out goes to Chris Jericho. I went to his Best in the World at what? I have no idea. Book signing on Tuesday with Brad. Bradigan89 uh, on Tuesday. And it was really cool meeting him again. So, My two cousins hanging out with each other. Yeah, pick out, pick up uh, Jericho's new book. Definitely give that a read. I hear it's his best book yet. I, 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 I read through some of the pages. He goes through over his uh, all the entrance musics that he's used. Yeah, what else is touched in this book besides our hearts? I don't know. I didn't read it yet. All right. Well, we will be expecting a full review of that book from Brandon. <laughs> um, I'll, uh, I'll let you give the full report. So, we look forward to that book report. Yeah, definitely. But let's book get report. on the ish right now. Um, it's time for that that end of the show where we go. Hour. That's right, our mark out moment of the week. What is yours? Um, you go first. Uh, mine was on the 15th anniversary edition of SmackDown, actually hearing the original SmackDown theme song. It was uh, I marked out for that though. That doesn't sound anything like it, but in my head it did, but outside of my mouth it didn't. Oh. So, but everybody, if you know the original SmackDown theme song, that that uh. That wasn't even close. No, it wasn't, but... <laughs> um, I don't know. I can't... You try and do it. Fuck you. Um, I'm going to opt out. Uh, do you have any memorable moments of SmackDown? All right, what's your number top favorite moment of SmackDown? Doesn't actually have to be... Well, what's off the top of your head? What's one moment that stand out, stood out for you? Uh, Obviously not this past week. I don't know. I really don't know like what a standout moment for me would be. I'm going to go with that Booker T, Stone Cold Steve Austin uh, brawl in the supermarket. Um, Rhino Goring. Oh, yeah. Jericho. Chris Jericho through the, the yeah. Ovaltron. Yeah. Um, what else? The 9-11 show. Very memorable. Uh, for the, what? We first nine... saw it like – Huh? We first only saw it like last year. What do you mean? Like we didn't see it until last year when it aired, or whatever they put it online. What do you mean the nine eleven the tribute show like the one that they not tribute but the one that they did like yeah, two days the, later? Yeah. No, they aired it then. No, we never saw it in New York. Are you sure? I've seen that before. Yeah, like last year when they put it on YouTube or something. We never saw it before. 
because every every because it would it aired on UPN. UPN was news. Everything was news coverage for 9/11. The first thing that went on the air in New uh, York. No, I've, I've seen that before. The first thing, the first event that went on the air after 9/11 was the Yankees. Mm. I, I or the Mets or one of them or both. Um, Mets was it? I don't know. My so you don't have any other. I don't know. Friday night Zackdown was fun and and nice. Just knowing the fact that he's getting that opportunity to have his own show named after him and everything. I don't know what else. There's right. so much Smack. It's 15 years of Smackdown. I remember that that People's Elbow where The Rock like glided across the ring and boom, People's Elbow. I think that was on Smackdown. That was on Smackdown. Yeah, so. All right, so my markout moment of the week is going to be a match that 2CW posted. It is from January 2012. It is Sammy Callahan versus Pac uh, versus Rich Swan versus Brody Lee. All current WWE wrestlers, Solomon Crowe, Adrian Neville, uh, Luke Harper, and just Rich Swan, not WWE. Um, but an amazing match. There was one encounter between Sammy Callahan and Rich Swan, where Rich Swan did a like a, a complete full front flip over Callahan, landed on his feet, and continued their little uh, back and forth uh, chain wrestling. And it was just an awesome match to watch. Two um, CW is awesome. Go visit them. Two CWWrestling.com. Um, November twenty first, they have a show in Syracuse, New York, where you're going to be seeing the Two CW Tag Team Champs, Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, taking on the Young Bucks. So go check them out. And that is our episode this week. It has come to an end. Thank you very much to our sponsors, Pepsi, Taco no. Bell. See, you can get sued for shit like that, asshole. I said Mepsi. Mepsi. Yeah. Mepsi. I don't Nobody wants that Mepsi. Mepsi, taco smell. Um, <laughs> so, Mepsi yeah. taco smell. <laughs> so thank you very much for listening. Thank you. For tweeting to us, for commenting, for questions, for everything, for sharing, retweeting. And again, the two um, hundredth episode. Is yeah, e- email us your your voice memo to markingout one at gmail.com. Um, uh, if you are if you're in a band, if you have music that you'd like us to play, if you have an upcoming concert, if you have anything that you'd like to promote, email us out one at gmail.com or just tweet us and all that fun stuff. Um, Be on the lookout because it's it's a wrap. What does that mean? It's a wrap, Cooking with Brandon. Are you trying to tell us that Cooking with Brandon 3 is coming out? Yes, it will be. I don't know when, but just be on the lookout. Be excited. Hopefully it's up to par and everyone will enjoy it and and like me and really, really like me. No. Is that your Sally, entire reason for doing it? For people to like me? Yeah. Absolutely. That's the only reason why I live life is for people to like me. Alright. Understandable. Understandable. That's not, that's not true. But Are you, it's Quite not frankly, true? I could sit in the dark room by myself and that's that's all I need. Nah, all I need not, is a all I need is a dark room and music and I'm good. No, he's not he's not lying. He can. Yeah. Um Sanctuary October twenty sixth. Main well, event, the Diamond O's versus the Extra Guys. Go check that out. Sanctuary 4. 
We'll talk a lot more about that next week, though. Um, yeah. And I guess, oh, open tryouts, October 19th, Sanctuary Wrestling in Hazleton, Pennsylvania. If you're a pro wrestler, go check it out. Get booked. And we wish you the best of luck in your future endeavors. Have a awkward moment. Fucking bitch. <laughs> you have to be shitting a motherfucking zombie asshole ass. I saw some of your crush. <laughs> <laughs>